Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Don't mind us, we're playing through. Here's Froggy and Wacker. Welcome to not just any edition of the Playing Through Podcast, but the Masters edition of the Playing Through Podcast. It's Froggy from Elvis Duran in the morning show uh, at Froggy Radio on Twitter and Instagram. You can hit the uh, podcast anytime at Playthrough Golf on Twitter or at Playing Through Podcast. We have an Instagram account now, and we've got something good to give away there when the podcast is over, so make sure you stay tuned. Uh, Brian Wacker at Augusta National at Brian Wacker One on Twitter and Instagram. Brian, what is going on? A tradition unlike any other. It is. Hello, friends. It is. Do you yeah. have the music? We don't. We don't have the music to play, but I'm pretty sure that's copyrighted. And if we did, we'd be sued. Yes. Yeah. We don't. We don't want it. My credential would uh, magically disappear, as would I, from the tournament. So probably best that we that we don't yeah yeah now do you have to talk like jim nance while you're there do you have to talk really soft or are you allowed to just be you no i can you know fortunately um they have a rather impressive media center or press building as they call it here that was erected a couple of years ago 60 plus million dollars in this building it is impressive um a lot of our listeners, I'm sure, have seen the photos online over the past couple of years. It is really a uh, impressive building at the back end of the driving range here at Augusta National. So that's where I'm speaking to you now from, because no cell phones typically allowed uh, at Augusta National, at least outside the building for us. So, uh, and of course, none for the fans or the patrons, as they're called here. Right. You know what's funny? So I, I do want to ask you about that because I know. Uh, the Masters is, a, like you said, a tradition unlike any other. Um, and there are a lot of rules. I, I saw an article this week in Golf Digest that was about pros that had been there to play, and they had been told either put their cell phone away or tuck their shirt in or do this or do that. So are, are they really on top of everything that goes on there to make sure that you're following every single rule to the tee? They really are. It's uh, it's quite fascinating. And in doing that story for Golf Digest, there was um, you know quite a lot of insight provided by various players. I think my favorite uh, story was from a player who is um, uh, uh, told me this anonymously, so we protect his identity. But 
Uh, he is friendly with uh, a few of the members here and, and plays uh, has played in several tournaments here. Uh, told me that um, you know one of the more popular stories is how a member had suggested that the bridge uh, on 15, of course, the Saracen Bridge. Um, was looking a bit dirty and they should power wash the, the bridge. And, uh, you know, the chairman at the time said, sounds like a great idea. And, uh, and then consequently that member was sent the bill uh, for $12,000 to pay for that uh, uh, cleaning. So that serious? gives you an idea. <laughs> so and, uh, that gives you an idea of, uh, and of course, you know, the, the member willingly paid it. So um, that gives you an idea of sort of how things are run. But, um, and then of course, there are things of uh, tickets uh, to, to manage. There's traffic to manage. Um, a lot of the players stay in houses uh, throughout the course of the week. So there are a lot of logistics. Uh, of course, the club does look often after the players extremely well. It's, uh, it's, you hear several players uh, that I spoke to talk about how it's the best run tournament all year. So uh, from that standpoint, they look forward to it, but, at the same time, there's also a lot of stress involved because of all those external factors that they don't really deal with any other week. Right. So are a lot of players on site? Now, it is a, we're recording this on a Monday, Masters Monday. Um, are a lot of players on site yet, or do guys start getting there today? I know you said Tiger teed off early this mm. morning. Yeah, Tiger's been here quite a lot. He was here last week practicing uh, and was here on Sunday practicing. Uh, and he is out this morning practicing and playing. So uh, he has spent a lot of time here already this week. Is that more than what we've seen in years past? Does this mean we've got a healthy Tiger that thinks he's going to win, or is this pretty average? I would say it's probably about the same, actually, because I would think in years past, there, uh, of course, there would be trips up in advance of the tournament, maybe a couple of weeks ahead of time. But now, um, you know, I think with his scheduling and, and with his body and, and uh you know, having to manage um, being 43 years old and, you know, four back surgeries and, and countless other surgeries, he's got to be sort of mindful of, of how much time he puts in. So um, I would say it's about the same, uh, but it was interesting to note that he has been up here practicing quite a bit um, and, and playing, you know, this past week. So, um, but that said, most guys, I We'll get here today on Monday. Uh, there are some who've been here through the weekend. Of course, they had the drive, chip, and putt competition on Sunday. They had the women's amateur a final round over the weekend. Fantastic event. Really, really, um, you know, incredible takeaways from, from that event. And a lot of players are here for that. Bubba Watson, Adam Scott, and some others have been here throughout the weekend. So uh, a number of guys um, already in town, but, but I would think the majority will get here uh, today on Monday. Right, so let me ask you this. What are you hearing? Because there's always all types of talk. There's all kinds of things bubbling under the surface. Who is the lead dog this week that most people are expecting that will be no surprise if they're putting on the green jacket on Sunday afternoon? I think anytime you come here, right, I feel like it's like the field is only 87 players. Corey Connors, by the way, uh, we should give a shout-out to him. What an impressive oh. performance in Texas for him, uh, really a roller coaster week and what's been a roller coaster season for him. And some might remember him from last year when he led going in the final round at Valspar in Tampa, of course, uh, had a one-shot lead over Justin Rose and Tiger Woods and Brant Snedeker. 
going to the last day uh, and, and didn't go so well for him in that round. Um, but an impressive performance wins uh, in Texas, in San Antonio, which gets him into this week's tournament. Of course, uh, his first major as a professional, the first Masters as a professional, played here as an amateur after finishing runner-up uh, a few years ago in the U.S. amateur. But uh, a really impress- impress- impressive performance uh, by Connors. And, and I know you were uh, intrigued by uh, his wife's reaction uh uh, really throughout the round, the, yeah. the series of reactions. Yeah. I mean, his day started off, he made a birdie on one, he parred two, which was a par five, then he puts three birdies together. So through the first five holes, he's four under, and they're showing her she is so excited. I mean, it's a life-changing event to win a tournament on the PGA Tour. And then, like you said, to get in the way he did, to Monday qualify, and then just be in the tournament is great. Now he's leading. He's four under through five holes. Then all of a sudden the wheels fall off. He's four over over the next four holes. He makes four bogeys in a row. He's not in the lead anymore. Pressure is probably still on him to perform and to still finish well. And it's probably not thinking about a victory, but just getting a good finish in. And then the back nine comes around. On the back nine, he was birdie, 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 par, birdie, par, birdie, birdie, par. He shoots six under on the back nine and wins. And watching his wife was just as entertaining as watching him. She was extremely uh, happy. She was elated. Um, I would like to think that it was 50-50, 50% happy for her husband, and 50% she realized that they they became overnight millionaires yesterday. (laughs) Indeed. So I don't know about his chances uh, this week because obviously he'll be a in such a euphoric uh, state after that victory. Right. But I feel like any time you, you come here, it, it's always the big names, right? It's always the, the sort of creme de la creme that, that people expect. And, and it's generally the way it works out. Look, you can look at the list of winners here. Um, you know, even Patrick Reed last year, which might have surprised a few people, he'd been playing really well uh, coming into the tournament. Not so much this year, so I wouldn't expect a repeat. Um, something that rarely happens uh, here anyway. But I think you can certainly look at Tiger Woods. Um, of course, all his history here. You can look at Rory McIlroy, who I think is the, really the big story coming in once again as he tries to complete the career Grand Slam and comes in off a players, uh, really quite impressive um, players' championship victory last month where you know he really probably won without his best golf. And that's right. something we haven't really seen Rory do much of in his career. So I think, to me, those are the two headliners. Of course, Dustin Johnson, the number one player in the world, is um, a headliner as well. He had that slip and fall, uh, the infamous uh, staircase right. a couple of years ago where he missed the tournament. So I, Dustin has had some success here, but, of course, has never won, uh, somewhat surprisingly. So I, to me, it's all about sort of the big names because that's generally – um, who plays the best here. Right. You know, it's weird. Is I noticed yesterday, Charlie Hoffman is somebody who really seems to play well there mm-hmm. at Augusta. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a year that he didn't lead at some point during the Masters. He's always played well, finished second yesterday. I think Charlie's somebody to keep an eye on. And also, Phil, there's something about the drive down Magnolia Lane that turns Phil into a contender every single year. It is amazing. It, even uh, at his advanced age, as he approaches fifty now, uh, you're getting you know getting uh, close to that within a couple of years. Uh, he 
you know, I don't think anybody would be shocked if he was in contention here. Um, he's already won this year. Uh, and again, as you said, he, he turns up here a lot like Jordan Spieth, really. Um, something magical seems to, to happen with Phil quite often around this place. So um, Jordan Spieth, I, you know, I, I, we haven't mentioned him until now, but, um, you know, he's had some ups and downs this season, uh, looked really, really quite good at times last week in Texas and San Antonio. But then, you know, looked absolutely horrific at times, you know, going out in, in 42 the other day. So you sort of wonder uh, which Jordan Spieth will show up here because he's a guy who's got a tremendous track record, has won here before, he really could have won three or four Green Jackets um, by this point in his career, which is incredible to think of that. So um, I'm curious to see. I, I, I wouldn't be stunned to see him in contention, even though, he hasn't had a win since 2017 Open Championship and really hasn't played very well most of this season and even a lot of last season. Right. You know, Ricky Fowler is another one to watch. Ricky had that mm. one year where he was top five in every single major, uh, has played well at Augusta National in the past, uh, has played okay. Phoenix this has, year. Yeah, yeah. Has, has played okay last couple of weeks, uh, finished 17th in Texas. So I think Ricky Fowler is another one to watch. There's so many, but you know as well as I do, Wacker. There's always somebody that just comes out of nowhere. And I know Patrick Reed was a well-known name, but Patrick Reed was not on a list uh, of people who we thought would win last year, and he did. There's always somebody that's obscure that kind of shows up out of nowhere and performs really well at Augusta. I, I see where you're going with this, and you, and you want me to, to tell you who that somebody is, don't yes, you? Yes, I do. We, we... <laughs> I do. I do. Because there's always somebody. There's always – Right, you're right. There, there, no, it's, and it's, prize. it's sure. weird that Charlie Hoffman always plays well. It would not surprise me one bit to see Charlie Hoffman on the leaderboard after day one. Would not even – I, mean, I expect it almost. Look, if they handed out trophies on Thursday or Friday, he probably has completed the career grand slam at this point. Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Charlie Hoffman would not be a shock, no. And, and, of course, played well in Texas last week. I'll give you a guy who I really like uh, here, in and in it's really a place that should suit him well, is Mark Leishman. Uh, this guy's a terrific ball striker, good short game, uh, drives it drives it well. I mean, it sort of does everything well. Um you know, and it's had some success here before. It's had a couple of top tens. So there's a guy I would not be surprised, um, especially if we get sort of a firmer um, Augusta National. Now, I don't know if we will. Granted, they do have sub air here and they can dry out the course, but we are expected to get some rain today. We're uh, expected to get rain on Tuesday, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There could be some rain. So uh, that might soften things up a little bit, but um, – uh, again, they can draw this place out and, and get it and get it playing firm. But um, generally, when we've had years where there has been a lot of rain, um, you know that that tends to to uh, take a little bit of the teeth out of the golf course. Yeah, so I'd be we would both be remiss if we didn't speak about the uh, women's amateur that took place at Augusta National. Congratulations to Jennifer Cupcho, who's trailing by two shots going into the uh, final round and then just stormed away on the back nine. Wake Forest senior close with a five under 67 and a four-shot lead over Maria Fossey. So uh, what is the general take on how the tournament went, how it was received, and 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 will we see them there again? Uh, well, you'll certainly see them here again, but I think, uh, you know, look, the early takeaways are that it was awesome. Um, every bit as good as the performance 
by those two women coming down, you know, the final stretch in the back nine on Saturday. And how good, by the way, is not only Cupcho, but, but even, even Maria Fossey, absolutely terrific. I mean, there's a girl who swings the club 110 miles an hour. I mean, she's got some game, and Cupcho yeah. with some of those shots on 13 and 15. I mean, that shot on 13 was incredible. A, yeah. a, a, a big drawing uh, hybrid uh, to get on the green. Uh, and also 15, an incredible shot uh, getting out on two there. So um, really, really impressive performances. And, and of course, the, the icing on the cake to me, I, I love the fact that she made the birdie putt on 18. Didn't need to make, make birdie there. She had four putts to win the tournament, but makes birdie and really finished it off. And, you know, pretty stylish ending there. And um, just a really, really impressive um, performance, um, performances by those two and really the event itself just I think was terrific I think there's some logistics maybe they could uh, I would like to see done differently um, you know maybe not having uh, a day uh, in between the, the second round and the final round where they of course the first two rounds are played at, at um, nearby champions retreat and then they had a practice round on Friday for everybody um, that is and then, strange. Of course, final round on Saturday so there you know some of the symmetry is lost there but I think overall first go around really a fantastic event and, and just the takeaways um, from everybody involved and, and everyone here in attendance and, and watching uh, on TV has just been nothing but positive. Yeah. Did you watch any of the, uh, I know you were there, you arrived on site uh, on Sunday, yesterday. Uh, did you, were you able to see any of the drive chip and putt competition yesterday? I, I was, yeah. I was able to see some of those kids out there yesterday. Am, uh, am, I, am I reading this wrong that a young man hit a drive all, over 400 yards? Oh, that, that, that can't, I, I don't even want to hear that. Come on. I, it's, bad, it's bad enough that, that, a, that a nine-year-old could probably outdrive either one of us. I, right. Uh, I, don't need, I don't need to hear. Did you see that swing? Oh, I mean, it's unbelievable. Oh, His good. hands, I mean, they wrap. I, I listen, he, he's as flexible as a rubber band. But to be able to time that the way he did, I mean, it's unbelievable. Golf is in a really good place. There is a lot of talent on the young end of this sport that is coming along very fast. It is cool. And it's, uh, I, I saw Niall Horn out here, uh, another friend of the program, um, you know, out here and showing great support to not just uh, the women's amateur, but the, of course the drive chip and putt. And uh, he's got his own golf management company, which represents a number of young players, uh, mostly on the European tour and the European challenge tour and so forth. So, um, they've had some success, and, and it's just cool to see all these young players. And even going down to, as you said, to, you know, the kids competing in the drive, chip, and putt. I mean, it's just cool. Golf is is cool, and and you know, a lot of that goes back to Tiger Woods. But now we're seeing uh, these kids being inspired by the Rory McIlroys and and uh, you know Jordan Spieth and Ricky Fowlers and Jason Day, and, and you see all these uh, young kids now looking up to the current generation of PGA Tour stars, and uh, I think it, I agree with it. It's in a great spot, and it's great to see so many kids out here having fun and, and taking up the game. I even love seeing all the tour guys come out early and, and, and show support and meet the kids, and to see the kids when they meet these tour pros is great to see them support the game, and I, I think the drive, chip, and putt, I love it all the way up when you're watching it, because Golf Channel shows uh, you know, the finals there at Augusta National, but there's so much that goes on on the regional rounds, but it really is good for the game, and it's good to see the uh, tour guys show up. So it is Masters Week. This actually, I was thinking about this yesterday. 
I think this is my favorite week in golf. I love all four majors, and they're all four different. However, this one is definitely my favorite. The, the tradition, just how beautiful the golf course is. Um, I just I love this week. It means so much to so many people. Um, it really must feel special to be there. And I know this is not the first time you've been there. You've been there many times. Does it feel just as special every time you're there? It really does. It's it's amazing how um, energizing it is. I mean, you, you get here every year. You look forward to it. It's the first major of the year. Um, everything around the tournament, um, sort of the anticipation, uh, the golf course, um, obviously the history here, and the, just the tremendous um, traditions. And it's just it's just a cool vibe, and it's and it's. Um, and it really kind of gets you jazzed. And, of course, you know, most of the country, look, we're fortunate that we live in Florida, so it's it's great all year round. But a lot of the country is coming out of winter and, and starting just now to play golf. So it's really sort of the unofficial start to the golf season for so many people. And, uh, yeah, to be here uh, year after year has been has just been awesome. And to, and to witness some of the history I've seen here and some of the shots and, and uh, hear the roars in person and, um, see the elevation changes and go down to Amen Corner and, and of course, getting to play uh, the golf course a few years ago, which we've talked about uh, in the past and, and being fortunate to, enough to have done that. It's just a really um, awesome tournament and an awesome time of year. And, and uh, yeah, I, I love it. It's, it it's, it's terrific. I know there's a lot going on this week. I want to get into exactly what all is going on. But also, real quick, before the podcast is over, we do have an amazing giveaway uh, from TaylorMade. They have provided us something. Uh, it is a limited edition master's item, so we will be giving that away. But I want to go over this week. I know there's a lot going on. I know there's the Par 3 competition. I know there's the Champions Dinner. Uh, have you heard yes or no? I know probably no, but have you heard one way or the other? Will Tiger participate, or have you heard who is participating in the Par 3 competition that we get on Wednesday? I have not, of course. The uh, it, it's always interesting because of the uh, the par the par three curse, quote unquote curse, uh, that we have not had a winner of the par three contest go on to win the actual tournament. So, uh, but as far as Tiger is concerned, no, I would not expect him to play in the par three competition. Uh, he has not uh, decided one way or the other, as far as I know, as of yet. But uh, I would be uh, to to your point, I would be surprised if he did because it's not something. He generally does. I know he has in the past in bringing his kids, but um, uh, I, I don't think that it would be likely. Um, but it is a cool event. And, uh, of course, the Champions Dinner on Tuesday night. So just a lot going on before we even get to the tournament. It's really the best way I could describe it is it's sort of golf's biggest social event of the year because there's just so many things going on sort of around the golf course and outside the golf course and um, you know, it's the kind of place where you see people once a year and you sort of look forward to it and catching up with, with people you don't really get to see very often. So um, it's, it's different than every other major in that respect. And, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, here we are, another one. Uh, I think this will be number 11 for me. So, wow. Uh, for, yeah, fortunate to, to have been to a lot of them and uh, looking forward to this one. Will you be there Thursday morning when the ceremonial tee shots are hit? Uh, you know, I always try to make it for that because it's very cool. Um, of course, now it's carried on uh, by Jack and Gary Player. 
so yes, I will, I will try to make it for that because uh, that's a great tradition. And I've been to a number of those in the past. I was fortunate to see uh, late Arnold Palmer's uh, last appearance in that and uh, been to a number of other ones. So it's uh, another cool tradition in how they kick things off here for this week. So bright and early Thursday morning, I, I look forward to that as, as much as, uh, you know, some peach cobbler during the week. So Now, Wacker, have you heard uh, or has there ever been any discussion about adding a third mm-hmm. player uh, now that the late Arnold Palmer is not there for the ceremonial mm-hmm. uh, tee shot? Have you ever heard of there being any talk of adding a third player back uh, to uh, Gary and Jack? You know, that question I think in the past has come up, but um, I, I think for the time being, it doesn't appear that there would be any changes there, but I certainly could see a time when that does change. Who that would be, I'm not quite sure yet, but uh, right now they seem to like uh, the way they do it, and uh, we'll see uh, as we go forward. I mean, every year there's always some sort of tweak or change um, that comes out, of course, last year when they announced uh, during this tournament uh, the creation of the, the Augusta National Women's Amateur. So um, there's always something that you can sort of look forward to down the road, and I'm sure at some point we'll get there. But as of now, no, I, I believe it'll be uh, just those two carrying on that tradition. Right, and uh, last but not least, tell me, so what are the good? What are the best things to eat? And I know the prices are extremely cheap on food because they are still all about tradition there at Augusta National. You know, everybody, the big debate is the pimento cheese sandwich or egg salad. And, and I have to be honest, I, I, I'm an egg salad guy. It's a, it's a thing that I do every year. The first thing I do when I get here is I grab an egg salad sandwich. Of course, they... They look after us very well here in, in the press building, in the media center. I uh, grab an egg salad sandwich, and I grab a chocolate milk. Oh. Um, and it's, it's like instantly brings me back to being like a seven-year-old, I feel like. But <laughs> I just can't help myself because – and it's delicious. And, uh, you know, I, I've got to be careful, though, because I, you can easily put on 10 pounds this week right. just by the Krispy Kremes, the oh. egg salad. The, you know, all of that, but, you know, the pimento cheese, I, 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 I tend not to, to go down that road. I, I'll share a quick story. A few years ago, quite a number of years ago, it might have even been my first master's, I, I took a, a sort of a bet from a friend and I ate a pimento cheese sandwich every day of the week that I was here. And I don't think I've had one since. <laughs> <laughs> and my and my arteries, have, you know, I think they thanked me. So they I do. <laughs> yeah. They do. We've got breaking news out of uh, TaylorMade this morning, actually. I don't know if you've seen it. It's been all over social media. So Tiger has released, finally, the irons that he's playing. Uh, he is, These have been in development for some time. You've seen, uh, as you know, Rory uh, plays the uh, Roars irons, and DJ's got his irons and whatnot. Well, now uh, released this morning, they will be available. Uh, I believe they're available in May. The P7TWs, and the quote, from Tiger is when you look down at these irons, you are looking at the result of every rain session, event, victory, and major championship from my 22-plus years of professional golf. Irons look absolutely beautiful. They've been best explained to me as somewhere between a little bit larger than the 730s and not quite as large as the 750s. So brand-new irons. From Tiger Woods, if you go to uh, TaylorMadeGolf.com, you can see all the different stuff that goes into it. The tungsten weighting, there's really a lot of different things. But it's pretty cool to be able to go get an iron that the best player in the world plays. 
I just want to know how quickly you, I know you can't quite get them yet, but how quickly you put them in your shopping cart. And if you've cleaned up the puddle of drool that has formed under you right now, as you, as uh, you read that. Have you seen the packaging? <laughs> the packaging I, is gorgeous. I mean, yeah, I almost want to buy no, them look, and don't take them out of the package. Right. No, they look amazing. And of course, Taylor made, uh, makes incredible products. Great friends of the program and uh, from their drivers all the way down to their, look, this, this is a company, they're so good that I'll, I'll give you an idea. I, the current putter I, I play with is a blade putter. I always prefer to blade putter, but I have to be honest with you. I hit the, I was in a golf store recently and, and hit the tailor-made uh, ghost putter um, recently with an oversized grip and, and started to fall in love with the thing and started making a ton of putts. So um, really everything from drivers of course, now the, the release of these irons down to their wedges and, and, and putters, uh, they do a terrific job. And, and I know you are particularly excited uh, and, and eager to get your hands on those clubs. So I look forward to, to uh, our first round when, when you've got those. Yes, they are not available until May, but the P7 TW irons are out and they are available. But this brings us to the giveaway. And so every this year... I know yeah, every year you've great. seen it. You see the tour guys, no matter what uh, club maker they play for, they always do something special for the Masters. And TaylorMade always does it. Last year, they had the beautiful blue bag for the Open Championship. They always do one for the PGA. Um, they do one for the Masters every year. And they also do one for the U.S. Open. So right now, we have got a limited edition Season opener, as they call it, Masters Staff Bag from TaylorMade to give away. Wacker, you've seen this. It's absolutely beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. I'm jealous. I, of course, we can't participate in the giveaway. Right. But we will gladly give it away to somebody because if I can't have it, I want I want somebody else to. And, uh, it, yeah, it, it, if you're a fan of golf and, and uh, if, if you like cool design and cool looks and and uh, it's really quite an amazing piece. Uh, and again, they do an awesome job with everything they do. And uh, this bag in particular looks really cool. I love the, the Masters theme to it. And, uh, you know, for some lucky listener out there, uh, they're going to have a really, really awesome golf bag to, to use and display. So if you want to win it, all you have to do is go to our Instagram account. It's playing through podcast, playing through podcast on Instagram. All of the instruction will be right there on how to win the bag. You'll need to like the post, tag a friend as your comment, and every single tag that you make is one entry. So tag all your golf buddies. Try and win this bag. It's absolutely beautiful. Around the bottom of the bag, it has an uh, official tag on it that tells you how many are made. It's a limited edition product. Then it also has the yardages of every single hole at Augusta National. The inside of the locker pack and the ball area have uh, the azalea liner on the inside of the azaleas on the inside of the liner. It is absolutely beautiful. Uh, the staff bag, it's a it's an over $600 value. We are giving one away, oh. so just go to at, on Instagram, at playing through podcast, like the page, like the post, and then you will comment. All the instructions is right there on how to win. We will give it away on Sunday afternoon as the Masters comes to a close. So cool. Very, very cool bag. Once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, so go in there and do that now. Wacker, 
Enjoy the Masters. Take it all in. We'll be posting some pictures on our uh, Instagram page. Wacker will be posting them from the Masters there. Once again, you can do the uh, tailor-made season opener staff bag there as well. It's at Playing Through Podcast on Instagram. Wacker, enjoy yourself at the Masters. I hope that when we talk next Monday, we are talking about an epic golf tournament. No matter who it is, I hope it's a great golf tournament with a great ending, and uh, it's just one that we'll always remember. It never disappoints. It almost really never disappoints when you think about sort of all the great shots uh, and all the great finishes here in particular, uh, be it last year with Patrick Reed, be it um, you know other years uh, with guys like um, you know Bubba and, and Phil and Tom. I mean, you just go on down, down the line. I mean, it, it really never disappoints. And I'm sure on Monday morning we'll be talking about an incredible shot on Sunday uh, or an incredible stretch of holes, um, you know, and a fantastic performance by whoever is wearing the green jacket because it really, really delivers. Uh, they figured it out here and do a fantastic job. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I, I, can we just get to Thursday? I know, right? I want it to be Thursday. In closing, real quick, I want you to give me a sentimental pick, and I want you to give me a who you think wins on Sunday, so just give me two names. Sentimental first, and who you actually think pulls away with victory on Sunday. Well, the sentimental one, of course, would be Tiger. I mean, uh, people forget, of course, it's been 14 years since his last victory here. For all the success he's had, um, you know, it, it has been 14 years uh, since the victory here. Now, certainly there have been some good performances and some opportunities uh, since then, but uh, that would be really a, a, quite a historic performance, number 15. Draymond would be his first major in over a decade. Uh, you know, I would really, quite honestly, put it up there with Jack winning, uh, uh, you know, number 18 at age 46 here. So, um, to me, that would, that would sort of be the sentimental, um, you know, break the internet, uh, pick and uh, but really I, I think this might be and you could argue that this is also the sentimental pick but Rory McIlroy completing Grand Slam I think he's in a different place right now really it's just going to come down to whether he can make putts and hit good wet shots and that will be the difference because I think mentally he's in a probably the best place he's been in coming into this event um, and it'll be interesting to see if he can if that can hold up throughout the course of the weekend if he is indeed in the lead or in contention going into Sunday, but I really like his chances here. He's just too good of a player and has too much talent to not win here. Uh, that's often that's been said about a lot of players. You know, a lot of people would have expected Ernie Els or Davis Love and, and some others to have won a Green Jacket at some point. They never did. I do think Rory does get one, and I think this might actually be the year he does it. Right, so I'm going to go along with you on the sentimental pick. Tiger Woods obviously would be the greatest story shocker, ever. Shocker, But I'm going to go out on a limb shocker. on a name we have not mentioned yet on a guy that I think might break through this week. He's been playing well. He's a good player. He's played well here before. I think Tommy Fleetwood might break through this week. Ooh, Tommy boy. I think Tommy boy Tommy might make through. Yeah. I do. It's not a, and I know it's not a popular pick. But it's somebody that's out there that I think has played well, and he might come through this week. So thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure, once again, you get over on Instagram to at Playing Through Podcast and register for that unique, limited edition, tailor-made Masters staff bag. Wacker, hope you have a great time. We will talk to you on Monday when we have a brand-new 2019 Masters champion. Oh! 
I think you've had enough. Playing through. No. Now you've had enough. With Froggy and Wacker. Bitch. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.